Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kate Norris. And I'm Thomas Craft. Whether you're pitching your business, speaking at a work meeting, or on the stage, we're here to help you present with clarity and confidence. Moana Robinson has a mission to empower others to glow from the inside out. As a coach for life and style, she uses her skills to take others on a journey to discover their perfect color palette, style, wardrobe, and it doesn't stop there. Being the best you can be includes what goes on inside the mind and heart as well as outside. Combining her experience as a personal stylist, life coach, and mentor, Moana has the ability to help people shine to find that magic combination of color, body shape, lifestyle, and personality. The magic is in unleashing the untapped confidence we keep hidden for fear of standing out. Moana has been involved in holding many styling and presenting workshops to assist business and corporate attendees look, feel, and be their best to create that all-important great first impression. Welcome, Moana, to the Presentation Boss podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kate. It's a pleasure to be with you. So, Moana, we've heard your official bio. In your own words, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a style consultant? I have been a style consultant probably for longer than I've been doing it officially. I used to help friends go shopping. I used to help my mum and my aunts go shopping. I love helping other people to shop and I love helping other people decide what to wear and what looks best on them. And I, I feel that I can see the best in people and I can see what suits their eye colour, what suits their hair colour. Um, and I've just had an, an interest in it for a long, long time. Um, but when I was doing the personal styling, I always used to say what I wasn't. And what I wasn't was someone who was just about the outside image. I'm all about what's inside because I really feel that the best thing a person can do is show their personality on the outside. Yeah, so I'm, I'm married. I've got two grown-up daughters and six grandchildren. Oh, wow. One, one granddaughter and five grandsons. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we lead a very busy life. And yeah, I just love doing what I do. Oh, that's awesome. You've got so much going on. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's important to, uh, when styling somebody, what they look like and wear, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. um, important to understand their personality and what they want to express to the world. Yes. Definitely. That's, to me, that's one of the most important aspects of styling. Um, with my clients, I don't like to, to dress them to look like someone else. I always find out as much as I can about them because it's really important to be congruent with who you are and also for what you're wearing to fit in with your lifestyle. And if you're presenting for what you're wearing to build, help build rapport with your audience, it's one of the easiest ways that you can build rapport with your audience is by thinking about what you're wearing, how you're getting dressed. Yeah, right. Okay. So Moana, do you work with men and women in that space? Yes, I do. The majority of my clients are women, but I have, I've worked for quite a few men as well. And it's really interesting working with the men. Um, I did work for one guy who, um, his personal assistant asked me to go and do a styling session for him, his wife, his personal assistant and his secretary on a Sunday and I did his colours first. I worked out what his colours were and he was a very flamboyant sort of uh, creative sort of a guy. While I was doing the colour consult for his wife and the other ladies, he actually disappeared and he came back with a whole 
two or three shopping bags full of clothing because he went out and bought, straight away bought shirts and ties and everything in the colours that <laughs> I had said were her, signa her signature colours. So that's what I love about styling men because they seem very keen. Once They get very excited about it once they find out what their colours are. I can totally appreciate that actually, yeah. Yeah, so and I have, I've had um, a woman purchase a styling session and colour session for her boyfriend before. They were travelling interstate and that was a surprise for him. I've had a uh, few clients ask me to style their husbands. So, yeah, I do work for men as well. I've had yeah, one, right. one client was an accountant and he came to me before he designed his logo to find out what colours he should do his get for his website and his business cards and his logos. So he got all those designed in his signature colours. That's, That's interesting. Yeah. He did the personal colours before doing his business colours. Yeah, because he is his business. He's a sole trader, he's an accountant, and he wanted to be congruent with his colours so that he felt happy every time he saw his website. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, very smart. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's look at the speaking world. So when you're in the office speaking in maybe a meeting or some sort of work presentation that you've got to give, or on the stage giving maybe a keynote. I imagine there's quite a few considerations that need to be made with what you actually wear. Can you yeah. talk us through some of that? Definitely. Do you want me to talk about men or women separately? or? Yeah, maybe separately. Yeah. Uh, with women, you need to, if you're on the stage, you need to be conscious of things like how short your skirt is. For example, if your stage is up high or you're sitting on a stool at any time during the presentation, yeah. You need to be aware of the length of your skirt and or your dress. Um, it's better to wear like form-fitting clothes rather than lots of loose baggy clothes. Better Why is that? It's sort of distracting. If you're wearing a lot of baggy clothes, it's distracting for the audience and also right. very busy print. Yeah. Better to look neat, streamlined, so that people pay attention to what you're saying and they're looking at your face. They're not looking at, it might seem like a small thing, but even creases, lots of creases in the clothing, you know, like if, and if there's lots of flowiness about the clothing. If you're presenting on a business topic, I presume we're talking about business? Yeah. Presenting on a business topic, you want to look business-like and not distract from what you're saying. Uh, lots sure. of things to consider. Even for female presenters, to be careful with long dangly earrings if you're using a microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been to a presentation before where someone had to take an earring out because it just kept on dangling and hitting the microphone. So there's yeah. all those sorts of things to consider or a long necklace, you know, that jangles around the microphone. You need to think of things like that. Being conscious of colours to make sure that the colours suit you, to make sure that, you know, the colours aren't too light or too bright. Just wearing something quite neutral is probably the safest thing. Yeah. How do you know what colours suit you? Uh, go to a colour consultant. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, I'm not sure whether our listeners will know this, but it's important to determine whether you suit cool colours or warm colours. And most of the people who suit cool colours, you can tell this by holding up a piece of fabric which is white and another piece of fabric which is cream. If you are cool, you'd suit the white as opposed to the cream. Ah. Yeah, warm colour tones look better in cream and cool colour tones look better in white. And same thing, if you suit black, you're probably more than likely going to be cool because not very many warm-toned people will suit black. That seems like a really cool little quick test. Yeah. Another one is jewellery, gold jewellery or silver jewellery. If you um, have cool undertones, if you hold like a, 
a chunky silver necklace up close to your face and it just doesn't look harmonious, that means that you're probably a warm colours toned person. So gold jewellery is going to look better for you. You need to look at the skin. It's the important part to look at the skin, like the triangular yep. area under the eyes. And if you say, for instance, if you cool, have a cool undertone and you hold up a gold necklace or, or a cream piece of material or even a gold piece of material under the chin and straight away you will see if the imperfections and any redness stands out, then that means that you're a cool tone person. Yep. That you, and then you try the silver. You try a silver piece of silver material or white or um, silver jewellery and then you'll notice a difference in the skin. It's a really interesting experiment to try. Yeah, right. I know that I can't wear cream because I have very white skin and quite a lot of freckles and cream is the same colour as my skin and it makes me look dirty. Like I look like I've got stains all over me. Um, yeah, I know that I can't wear white. Uh, well, I can't wear cream. I have to wear white. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd say you'd be cool then. So it's a really simple way to try. If it's if you have trouble seeing that, then you might be neutral. So it means that you can can wear both warm and cool colours. So your warm colours, that's like your um, reds? Uh, well, there are different reds. There are always going to be red, um, cool-based reds and, and warm-based reds. So the cool-based reds will be the blue with a bit of blue in, in the red. And the warm-based reds will be the more brownie sort of reds. Yep, yep. If you suit orange, if you can wear orange, you're more likely to be a warm, warm-toned person. It's very rare that a cool-toned person would suit orange. So it's important, even up to age, it's really important to, to look congruent because, I'll, I'll tell you why, if you're mm. up on stage and you're wearing something that is the complete wrong undertone for you, the first thing they'll notice is what you're wearing. They won't notice the whole person. Yeah, you want to look harmonious. That's what their goal is. So I always say to my clients, when I'm draping them, I'll hold up a gold drape or a silver drape. And I just say, just imagine you're wearing an all silver dress. And then they get to see, they get to see that there's a huge difference between the skin on their face and the silver. There you go. I, I, like, I like to say hot, actually. <laughs> my ladies agree, but I call them hot or cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I have a black suit that I wear basically all the time, and I imagine every male does, is my guess. Does the same thing apply for the shirt and the tie that you wear under it? Yes, to a certain extent. Whatever you're wearing close to your face, the majority of your body is going to be covered by the suit. So it's more the actual colour of the suit than the, the shirt or the tie. Yeah. As in okay. there can be different blacks or...? Yes. Yeah, you get charcoal, like and then you go to the greys and things like that, yeah. I love to take you suit shopping sometime, Kate, and you can see all the different <laughs> colour blacks. Yeah I, yeah, I don't wear black at all, except for maybe pants, but mm. generally, yeah, I don't wear anything black, so I don't know about yeah. blacks. There you go. There you go. So that colour, to me, is really, really important. Style personality is important, so you need to look like you so that you feel comfortable when you're presenting. For women, like, sensible shoes, not... Not shoes that are going to attract attention to the feet all the time because you want people to be listening to what you're saying, not presenting, not, not um, focusing on the feet. Yep. Yes, yeah. I, um, I gave a, a presentation a couple of weeks ago and I realised as I stepped up onto the stage that my heels were really, they weren't heavy, but it was a wooden stage and I just clip-clops along and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and when you're wearing heels, they were fairly high and I you can't flip-clop silently. <laughs> mm, well, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you, you sort of see how important things like that are. 
when you've experienced it because you realise that it's, it's a nuisance if people can hear that. Yeah, I had to be careful that I didn't move at all then when I was actually speaking yeah. because it would have just been noisy. And that's why I like the jangly necklaces, you know, big chunky necklaces, things that jangle, make a noise. It's important not to wear those. So my advice is keep everything simple, streamlined and tidy when you're presenting. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and the other important point is to find out who your audience is going to be and dress accordingly. Yeah. How do you yeah. mean by that? There are levels of refinement. So the level of refinement that you would use when you are presenting would be like one level up from the audience that you're going to be speaking to. Yeah, like if, if you're talking to some students, like university students or something, and if they're sitting there wearing jeans, you don't want to come out on stage wearing jeans. But you don't want to come out on stage wearing a, for a gentleman wearing a full suit, you know, a shirt and tie as well. So that would be like two levels of refinement up from the audience that you're speaking with. If you're speaking to a ladies' networking group and they're wearing smart casual, well, you would still wear smart casual, but just make sure it's really, really smart casual. I think that's something I've always enjoyed about the idea of a suit is if you kind of miss what that level of refinement is, you can put a tie on or take your tie off, or you can put a jacket on, take the jacket off. You can actually adjust it on the fly quite easily. Yep. Um, a big no-no for me, and I have to get it in, I'm not quite sure when I can slot it in, with gentlemen on the stage is they put their hands in their pockets. Okay, right. I've seen it so many times, and even putting their hands in their pockets or just standing there with their legs wide apart, I'm not sure if it's a macho kind of stance, but it's very off-putting. Yes, at least they have pockets, though. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. And that... So that's a genuine issue that we've come across with uh, when we're putting ladies on stage is making sure that there's somewhere, if there's a microphone, like a, a wireless microphone, somewhere to put uh, the electronic ballast. Because yes. for me, I yes. just drop it in a pocket. But if you don't have oh, yeah. a belt or a pocket in your dress, that mm. becomes a problem. Yeah, well, that's where sometimes they have to have it clipped onto your bra or something, have to unzip and, and clip it yeah. onto your bra. Which... That's, that's outside my domain at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I will mention on pockets, Something that niggles me is when men shove their phone and their wallet and their keys all in their pocket and it <laughs> bulges out and all you can see is the outline of exactly what's in their pocket. Yeah, yeah. Well, a friend of mine actually the other day, she, was, she had bought herself some pants to wear to a business function and she was saying how the pockets kind of stick out and those diagonal pockets, I just advise sometimes just to get them stitched up because sometimes ah. they can add weight to your hip as well. Yeah, actually, one last thing that I'll talk about before we move on from colour is, mm -hmm. and this is kind of going back to black, if you've got a black background and yeah. you're wearing all black, you end up being this like globe head just moving. Yeah, and you'll find, um, I always say to my clients to describe how important it is, if, even if they don't suit black, have a look at the news readers on TV. Some of them, if they don't suit black, they look like that. that. Even if there's no background behind them, they just look like a floating head on a block, you know, if they're wearing a black top that's right up close to their face. And that's how you can tell if they don't suit black. It just, there's a huge difference between their face and what they're wearing. Ah, yep. Mm. Yeah, again, that's why I don't wear black. <laughs> so I'm really liking how you keep coming back to be neat and tidy and streamlined. I like that word streamlined. Yeah, yeah. And would you say that that is more important than being stylish as such? I'd say it would be, yes, because you're not, it's, it's not, when you're presenting, it's not about you, it's about your audience. So to me, yes. it shows respect for your audience to be neat and tidy. Mm. Yes, mm. agree. 
Um, and so um, would that go with like your hair as well for women? Yeah, I think um, it does go for hair. I think if you, even if you've got beautiful, long, luxurious, curly hair, it depends on the situation. It really does depend on who you're presenting to, what the occasion is and things like that. Even, even if you have got long hair and it's not tied back or as long as it's tidy and in a style. So you're really just aiming for with both dress, earrings, hair, even the suit pockets is to just be not distracting. It feels like the most important thing. It is the most important thing because what we always need to remember is it's about the audience, Mm. about the audience and um, the presenter getting the message out to the audience. It's not, it's not about the presenter. Yeah. Is there anything you would advise women to do with their makeup when they're speaking? Do you advise more or less or any particular style? I, I'd probably advise more. More? Okay. Um, well, especially to make sure that you're wearing a good colour lipstick, like the right colour lips for you. Um, because it really, the face is the most important part. When you're speaking, you want people to be looking at your face. So, yeah, I, I do think it's important to wear makeup. A lot of people, a lot of women don't like wearing a lot of makeup. And I'm not saying to go over the top. But I do feel it's important to have your makeup done properly if you're presenting. Do you advocate for a strong lip or a neutral or just something that suits? More important to have something that suits. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I think um, it's important to wear quite a strong colour lipstick if you can because, you know, you're using your lips to present and talk. It kind of highlights them. Yeah, and it needs to be a lipstick that suits. So my next question is, what if, what if I'm not a particularly stylish person? Where's a starting place for people? What is something they could do, say, tomorrow as a bit of a starting place that maybe doesn't necessarily mean a big shopping trip or buying anything particularly new? Well, do that exercise. Find out if you're warm or cool. You know, that goes for men and women as well. Yeah, and just work out what clothes actually really make your, just look congruent with your face, your hair and your eye colour. Go, once you've worked out whether you're warm or cool, go through your wardrobe and find out, you know, it could be, if you're, a, if you're a, a guy, it could be a really, really nice blue shirt that you wear with a tie that goes with it perfectly. And I, personally, I don't see too much wrong in having almost like a presenting uniform. Yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're very busy, like we're all very busy, mm. it helps if you've got something that you can wear that you don't need to think about if you're presenting. Yeah. Um, another tip that I've got actually is to make yourself memorable for the right reason. Mm-hmm. You want to be you want to be memorable, and so that way, if you do a really great presentation and and people want to have you back again, it could be let's get that woman back who spoke on um, HR. Remember, she was wearing that really nice brooch or that really nice scarf, and people get to know what you're wearing. And if you've got like a, it's almost like a branding thing. You know, yeah. and that's why it's really important to work out your branding colours. If you wear, you can always wear that scarf, and that's like your presenting uniform. And even if you like, some presenters may get a bit nervous before they do a presentation. Once they put that scarf on, or even it could be, you know, a cuff bangle or bracelet, something that's not going to jangle around, but some or a ring, a presenting ring, it gives you confidence. It's like an anchor. I like yeah. that. I love that idea of having yeah. a thing. A thing, yeah. A present. This is my this is my presenting jacket. This is my presenting scarf. Well, for, for the yeah. men, it could be a belt. Could be just something that they wear every time. And even if it's not for the audience to recognise, it's just something that you know that you wear each time you present. Yeah. There's one presenter that I saw, and she is really, really into gardening. She loves gardening, 
and she always wears a great big, um, it's kind of like a flower brooch thing on her lapel. And she weaves it into her talk. When she's talking about what she loves, she talks about her love of gardening. And straight away, people associate that with what she's wearing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I totally get it too. I mean, for me, it's I nearly always speak in a suit. Hmm. I think it's easy to put a suit on. And like I said, you can easily um, dress it up and down that little bit. And then I just feel ready to go. And it just works as a man. Yeah, hmm. that's right. Um, and, and you can, I mean, if you wanted to, if you were someone who is very passionate about horses, for instance, uh, for a guy, it could be, you could have a tie with, horses on it or something it's, it's just an example but something to relate to the person if they wanted to it yeah, just right. helps and that does um that brings your personality into it then a lot as well which i really like mm. yeah and i i feel that's really important for people to warm to the person warm to the personality and get to know the personality of the person yeah do you do any speaking yourself or much speaking yourself Yes, I do. I enjoy speaking. I used to not like public speaking, but now I enjoy it. So yeah. I do do um, workshops. We've got a friend who I do workshops with. I have spoken on stage quite a few times. I've spoken in Las Vegas many years ago to a, oh, wow. an audience of 10,000 people. What? Um, <laughs> That's huge. That was, yeah, that was for, um, yeah, it was to do with websites and things like that. But yeah, I, I make a point to get out of my comfort zone and feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Have you read any sort of book or anything that um, has had an impact on the way that you speak? I have actually, and it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book by Susan Jeffers, Feel mm -hmm. the Fear and Do It Anyway. And I really did get a lot from that book. I think it changed my life and it stopped me from being self-conscious on stage and realising that it's not about me, it's about the message that I've got and getting it to my audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just by coincidence, I did hear, it wasn't a book that I've read, but I'm very interested to read it. There's a book by Lorraine McKinley called Boldly Quiet and it's all about um, introverts being leaders. And one of the tips that she has to do with style and clothing was in, when you go to a business conference in a sea of navy blues, blacks and greys and you want to be noticed, an easy way is to wear colour. Yeah, yep. Because a lot of people just getting out on stage and presenting, it's a way to make, you know, there are going to be tips in that book to make yourself visible. Yeah, and there's nearly always a sea of, as you say, pale blue, navy blue shirts in on men with black suits and black, it's black and gray. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not hard to literally, I don't know, put a red shirt on and be the one different one if, if that's your color, yeah, I guess. That's right. Yeah. So most importantly in our last question is where can people find you? I have a website called it's, um, I don't need to say the www. I get laughed at when I do that. <laughs> Bestyleforlife.com.au and I've got a Facebook page, Be Style for Life, and LinkedIn as well, just under Moana Robinson. Excellent. Yeah, we've put links to all that down in the show notes. Fantastic. Thank you. That's great. Excellent. So thank you so much for being on the show, Moana. It's been great to have a chat about what to wear. I've um, picked up a few extra ideas and been reassured of some things I've thought in the past, so I hope our listeners get something out of it as well. Yeah, well, have, have fun working out whether you're warm or cool colouring. <laughs> yes. Thank you <laughs> so, so much, Moana. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. We'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to know more, check out presentationboss.com.au slash podcast 
where you'll find show notes for today with links to everything we've discussed. If you have a recommendation for someone you'd love to hear from in this show or think you have something of value you'd like to share, send us an email at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. We're always happy to hear your thoughts and take suggestions for future episodes. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information in this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend. Have a great week.